Lori Houston's News for the Heart is dedicated to helping you give a voice to your own soul. Our hearts have the power to free us from pain and the struggles that keep us from awakening to our true essence. Join Lori now as we delve into our heart and soul to find the path that will open us to the possibilities and lead us to the life we love to live. Hey, good afternoon. This is News for the Heart, and I have Jean Adrian with me. Yay. Yay. <laughs> Yay. My partner in crime. We've been... Uh, Seems like we've been doing a lot of shows together lately. <laughs> yeah, and we're going to keep doing more. We are, we are. Twice a month on News for the Heart, once a month on, and I never, for whatever reason, remember the name of it. Power Talk on HealthyLife.net. HealthyLife.net, that's good. And we're doing another joint one with uh, Realities of Creation. Oh, and that is coming up this week, starting with yes. you tonight. That's right. Woohoo. <laughs> I'm very excited because I've got new information, which, you know, this was what I had hoped would happen, that we did the realities of creation in August and September of last year, and there were eight of us, and we went through, um, you know, um, each of our area, uh, area of specialty or, you know, whatever you want to call it, and we gave the information to the people who were on the Telesummit. And then we scheduled this for starting in February so that we could add to what we had experienced the last time with everything that's happened in our life between September and February and how far we've come and how far we've grown. And I'm just finding amazing revelations and new material since the material that I presented uh, last year and what I'll be presenting tonight. And I'm hoping that that will be the case for um, for all the presenters. Plus, we've added two new presenters this time. Right. And a couple. A yeah. couple is part of the... Yeah. yeah. Right. Cool. Well, I'm going to be doing um, exercises on how to get into your heart because for me, the heart is still... Well, it's my work. <laughs> well, it is your work, yeah. you know? And um, I'm going to be doing that as well. But... Um, the, the main thing that came to me, um, actually in the last month was that I've been focusing now for the last three or four years on DNA and how we can use our DNA to create in our reality. But I completely forgot about slash ignored the, the other DNA part of the whole equation, which is called RNA. Talk about and, that a little. You know, I was like, oh. Well, I wonder what that's all about. Boy, you got to be careful the questions you ask, <laughs> um, which is something I would love to talk about today is, is asking questions. Because when I started asking spirit, okay, so what's up with RNA? Um, and then I got way more information than I expected. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a huge piece of it hmm. that I was completely unaware of. It's like DNA is the yang aspect of our genetics and RNA is the yin. Interesting. Yeah, RNA is the um, the listening piece, the the moon piece, the the feminine receptive. And so the piece that I had been missing with conscious creation with the DNA was DNA is the is the more doing part of it. Mm-hmm. So if you want the DNA to hear, you've got to really tap into the part that listens. 
which is the RNA. Because the DNA wasn't going to hear it unless you engaged fully the RNA. Hmm. And where we have 12 or uh, uh, 144 strands of DNA, or maybe 12 strands in 12 dimensions, I'm not really sure, but there are 12 strands of RNA, one in 12 dimensions. Ah. And it's the listener. And it passes the information to the DNA. The DNA creates form around that and passes that information back to the RNA, which begins to create proteins within the body. Cool. And then, um, and, and actually, not only just within the body, but also to manifest on the earth plane. Hmm. Very cool. Yeah. So that's what we're going to be playing with tonight. Nice. Yeah. Hmm. And um, so questions, huh? I know that uh, (laughs) I wanted to talk a little bit about, um, I'd started, somebody reminded me, a client reminded me of the five Tibetan rites. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, I used to do them in my 20s, but my 20s, I really didn't probably need them so much. (laughs) I don't know what I was thinking about in my 20s where, you know, the five rites have been about um, reversing aging and, you know, really affecting your energy. And I have to say, I, I mean, obviously I couldn't start doing 21 right away because of my shoulders. And mm-hmm. and what I really noticed was um, I have weak shoulders, but I also had weak wrists. So um, the last two were actually really difficult for me but I felt really good even after even just doing like five of them mm-hmm. and and at one point I think it was last weekend I thought I should because I have had weak wrists before and I thought you know what I should do is to um there was a time before somebody was helping me with strength and I used you know how rollerblades you have the wrist guards yeah well we used wrist guards and I was able to do push-ups because again, the weak wrists wouldn't allow me to do push-ups. So I was thinking because the weak shoulders and the weak wrists together was really being a bad combination. So I'm putting on my wrist guards and, and well, every week I've gone up. Um, so now I'm, I'm, I've been doing it for two weeks and what, two days No, and I'm at 15. Way I know. And the last one, which is really the hardest, it kind of, it goes from downward dog into, um, oh, what is that? It's when you, you reach up anyway, it's, I know there's, I know, I know this, but anyway, um, it is the hardest one and I, you know, I have to take a break in between, but, um, I'm actually doing it proper where, you know, I'm not lying down <laughs> as I'm stretching up. Is it the Sphinx? It's not the Sphinx. Anyway, um, so I'm, it's, it's great. <laughs> it's great. I'm, I'm feeling, the, the best part is, is I'm feeling stronger. Like I haven't felt stronger. Like my walks, you know, I, they're okay. I mean, just sometimes, you know, I have a lot of pain after a walk, especially now. Right now, we, we, we're in like deep freeze zone, plus we got a whole lot of snow a couple weeks back, so it's pretty much not possible to go for walks right now, because there's too much snow, and it's really, really cold. Um, we've had warnings all weekend, because it's just, it's too extreme cold. Our high, um, 
on Saturday only got up to, oh no, it was yesterday. No, I'm, I'm confused now. On, yeah, it was yesterday. It only got up to minus 20 Celsius, which is about um, minus 10 or so Fahrenheit, something like that. It's wow. really, it's been so brutally cold. And that was without the wind chill. <laughs> so it's just been, it's been really crazy cold. Um, so, but this, this is actually making, helping me feel stronger. Like it's, I feel like I'm, you know, doing something on this health thing, which I just haven't felt in like three years. Like I really actually feel like I'm getting stronger. Which Well, and you know, you had inspired me last, the last show we did together and I was going to go Google and find the rights and start doing them. And then life got in the way. Mm-hmm. But because we're kind of socked in here today with um, ice, and it was supposed to be a whole bunch of snow, but now it's just rain, um, and it's a bit slippery out there. So I think I'm in until tomorrow for sure when it warms up. Um, So I'm going to take the time today because I can't go out, and there's really no need to. It's a bank holiday in the United States. It's a holiday here, too. Yeah, so the post office is closed. There's no reason for me to go into town. I have plenty of food here. And all the ingredients to make a hearty stew. So I'm going to do that. Um, so I think I will get into this and maybe just do one of each of them for right. today and then two tomorrow and see what happens. <laughs> yeah, well, what I've done is I've done, I started with five and then exactly at the week on the Sunday, I started with 10 and now I'm at 15. So I'm Very pretty good. proud of myself because, you know, there's only 21. So next week I should be able to do all all of them. I'm hoping. <laughs> well, I am really proud of you too. That's great. You're inspiring me. Mm. Well, it's just it's 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 like it's giving me more confidence even because I just felt so I guess weak before. Like I just haven't had the energy and this is yeah, definitely giving me more energy. I mean, I think, you know, the <laughs> the one thing that I think is is affecting the energy is the twirls, right? I'm not good at at doing twirls. <laughs> yeah, I'm not looking forward to that because yeah, it, I get dizzy. I get dizzy and it can affect me the entire day. But um, I'm just sort of bearing with it because I, I keep asking and I get that this is good for me. So it's like, okay, I, get, I can't not do that. So I'm doing it. <laughs> Very good. But yeah. <laughs> okay, so let's let's dive into questions. I mean, I guess a lot of people... We had, obviously, Valentine's Day on the weekend. And I know a lot of people seem to have been affected by the energy, which, you know, if you looked um, astrologically, the best romance uh, weekends were um, the, the one of the seventh and then the one next weekend coming up. Um, astrologically, there weren't, in fact, there was some negative things going on on Valentine's Day, I think, Um Mars and Venus were square the moon or something. There was some not so nice energies going on. And thankfully, Mercury retrograde is over, but the shadow is still on us with us to like, I think, March 3rd. Yeah. But, you know, um, you it's it's much less and we can certainly go back to uh, buying things again. <laughs> oh, but yeah. Um, hmm. Yeah, I think, you know, I think you know, a lot of people seem to, I, I don't get it. Cause to me, it's just a day, right? It's a day that was, I mean, Valentine wasn't even a, 
<laughs> it wasn't even it was not even really a nice story so i'm not exactly no, it's something sure. made up by hallmark just well cards. that but i mean valentine the person i mean it wasn't really a nice story so i'm not quite not really confident as to why this became a day that we celebrated. But anyway. Obviously, you know more about this than I do. I have no earthly idea what the story of Valentine is. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's not a, it's not a, <laughs> it's not a nice story. Okay. So he was a scoundrel, huh? <laughs> well, it, 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 no, he was a saint, but it was, I mean, it was. <laughs> well, he could have still been a scoundrel. <laughs> well, yeah, it has something to do with, I don't know, I'm going to look it up in our break and we can talk about it when we come back. But yeah, I mean, it's, um, it's really weird because it, it was like a, anyway, yes. Um, so yeah, questions. Let's, let's talk about asking questions because I know you had a big healing week this week. I did. And did you ask, you asked for help? I did. Mm -hmm. In several ways. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I guess this began for me when I took the class last August on dowsing. And what I began to realize was that the information that you get with dowsing is completely dependent on the quality of the questions that you ask. Okay. Um, definitely, so, definitely. Yeah. If you if you can ask the right question, you, that's I mean that is the biggest thing, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so I've extrapolated this out over the last number of months to begin to realize that in actuality, the quality of our lives is determined by the quality of the questions that we ask. Right. And um, I know that sounds a little bit uh, vague, uh, but I mean you know if you ask questions like, why me, you know, um, why is this happening to me or blah, 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 blah. Uh, you know, you, you put yourself into a negative, um, place, a negative spiral. Whereas if you reframe that question with something like, what if it's a more positive, it's a more open rather than a closed aspect of it. So that, I guess, is what I'm meaning about the quality of the questions we ask really is a major impact on our lives. Right. You know, so I'm trying to um, be more conscious of that in everything that I do to ask the right questions. Way back in the day when I was in sales and I took all this, you know, a bazillion courses in sales training to try to become better at what I did for a living, right? And one of the things that they always said was, you know, when you're doing data gathering with your customers, make sure that you ask open-ended questions. Because if you ask a yes or no question, that's all the answer you're going to get. Whereas if you ask an open-ended question, then they'll give you, more often than not, the information you're looking for much more easily. And I guess that's the way I perceive the questions that we ask of the universe. If we're specific in the questions that we ask, then we'll get exactly what we asked for. Right. But if we leave it open, um, then we might actually get way more than what we ask for. Just like my, <laughs> my little silly question about DNA. <laughs> <laughs> and I got volumes. Right. So it's all really good. Right. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, it's it's interesting how we can um, 
I guess, uh, really, uh, we can progress, uh, you know, unknowingly. Uh, it's always that be careful what you ask for, because you definitely, you definitely can, you definitely can be surprised, <laughs> mm-hmm. but in a good way for you, but sometimes not so good. All right, we're going to take our first break. You are listening to News for the Heart with Jean Adrian and Lori Houston. If you want more information about Jean, go to her website, jeanadrian.com. If you want information about me, go to intuitivesoul.com. And also make sure you check out our teleclass that is starting again tonight. So this is the second second set of it. You can listen to all the first set if you haven't joined us before. Um, but it's on realitiesofcreation.com. And the first show is at 7 p.m. Eastern time. Is that correct? 7 p.m. That's all correct. Right. So make sure you get on the list so you can get the phone number to call in. But, of course, it will also be posted and you can listen to it at any time. And there's also free gifts. I mean, there's lots of great stuff if you go to the site. So definitely join us. All right. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Lori Houston, and I have a great show on bmajor.org called News for the Heart. I'm an intuitive counselor, coach, and teacher with professional qualifications and certifications, as well as natural clairsentient and claircognizant abilities. I've been on my spiritual path for over 20 years, and during that time have acquired through extensive studies, teachings, and sacred texts, over 30 different healing modalities, which are continuously being added to as life is an ongoing journey. My passion is on relationships, limiting beliefs, energy that is blocking you, and awakening consciousness as we become more heart-centered. You can find out more about me at my website, intuitivesoul.com, or call me at my toll-free number, one 855 444 soul that's 1-855-444-7685 and i'd be honored to connect with you let's get to the heart of what matters do you want to become more empowered connected with your core guided by your heart and soul's purpose be more balanced and have more mindfulness are you searching for the answers wanting to understand your relationships better why your intimate relationships, friends, family, and even work colleagues can impact your quality of life? How your relationships interfere with your business, career opportunities, and even starting your own business? I'm Lori Houston. I have a free weekly advice column with bmajor.org called Heart Lessons. Our hearts have the power to free us from pain and the struggle that keep us from awakening to our true essence. You can send me your questions or for more personal guidance, contact me at intuitivesoul.com. Or call me at my toll-free number, 1-855-444-SOUL. That's 1-855-444-7685. And let's get to the heart of what matters to see your heart lessons. Want to know where you can hear Lori Houston's news for the heart? Well, that's easy. You can tune in to Lori via Clear Channel's iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Blog Talk Radio, iTunes, and at bmajor.org. Now, back to Lori Houston and News from the Heart. Welcome back. This is News for the Heart with Jean Adrian and Lori Houston. We're talking, we're, well, we're talking about a few different things. Uh, we've talked about the Tibetan rites. We've talked about how we ask questions, RNA. We have this great teleseminar that's starting tonight up again at Realities of Creation. So definitely join in so that you can take part, ask questions, take part of all the free things that are being offered um, because we had passed St. Valentine's Day, um, I had sort of mentioned that, you know, there's some, I don't know why it's considered a holiday because the St. Valentine 
Um, well, lots of things seem to have happened. Apparently, there were a few St. Valentines, um, but uh, the first one it seems to be associated with martyrdom. He was um, he was killed. <laughs> I just he was imprisoned and tortured in Rome on February fourteenth, two hundred and seventy three. <laughs> Lovely. You know, I just I'm not exactly. I'm not really getting how he was associated with courtly love. Um, there was definitely another one in Africa, and apparently he also um, suffered uh, on the on a on a same day with a number of companions. I, I'm not quite sure how uh, martyrdom and you know someone who is killed for martyrdom, imprisoned and killed, how that relates to what we've turned it into. So I'm really not sure why anybody would want to celebrate this day. I mean, there are certainly much nicer days romantically and apparently one coming up on the next weekend, which has to do with um, Jupiter, Venus. I can't remember now, but I know that Jupiter and Venus are somehow aligned. Anyway, it's supposed to be a much nicer day. Um, or weekend. So if you didn't have a good one, you know, I think we really need to look at why we get so, so caught up in this need for love. I mean, we all want love. We, we want to receive and give love. That is definitely what we're here to do. And yes, we can, we can give love to ourselves. We can have self-love. Um, we put so much emphasis on the other um, and it's, you know, it's just, it's something that you should maybe just look at. I mean, I don't, I don't really understand it myself. Obviously I want to be in a relationship, but I don't really get why some people feel so lonely and so, um, so sad on, you know, especially Valentine's day. Like I, I don't really get that one. You know, I, and I really don't either <laughs> because my whole theory behind all that is that, you know, you've got to activate all of that love within yourself and be your own Valentine, right. you know, rather than giving your power away to somebody else to fill up a hole right. within you, you know? So that's what I did. Nice. I opened a nice bottle of red wine and I toasted myself as my best Valentine ever. <laughs> well, see, that's, you know, that's, that's a perfect way. I mean, we, and there's lots of things. I mean, obviously, if you know, if you want to bring love into your life, and I say this with everybody, I mean, first look at your past relationships, see, you know, what patterns you have been holding on to, what patterns you can release. But, you know, always, always when you're focusing on bringing love, like, you know, look at the qualities you'd like in your life and, and focus on those. I know we talked about that in our last show. It was all about love month. And although we're still in February, I mean, you know, it's, it's really, it's really this, I guess this desire, because I think, you know, mostly we grow and evolve through relationships. So there's this, there's this desire for us to be in relationship and intimate relationships, you know, you grow and evolve much more than you do, um, in anything except our parental relationships when we were children. And, you know, it's, it's an important piece. Um, I think there are a lot of people out there that are so afraid of love, um, you know, that they push it away. They want it, but 
they push it away at the same time. They're so afraid of being rejected, they reject the person first. Mm. And also, you know, we reject ourselves. Like we, we don't feel worthy. We have all of these, you know, core issues around love. And we have, you know, obscure definitions of love based on how we were brought up as children. You know, it's really an interesting process to, you know, to try and work through. And I think, you know, in going with our theme of asking questions and asking the right questions, I mean, if you really want a relationship, I think we need to look at some of the questions you're asking around relationships and try and find out, you know, the answers. Oh, for sure. By looking at the right questions. Yeah, you know, this past week, I guess it was the tail end of Mercury retrograde, and maybe that's what threw me into this pattern. Although the appointment that I had on um, Tuesday of last week was booked months ago, not even realizing that it was in, within Mercury retrograde. But um, I had a, a private session with one of my teachers. Uh, Y'all have heard me talk about Alea Dow. Um, in the past, and you know, she's she's been one of my teachers for the last couple of years, um, off and on. I, I, I don't give my power away to a single teacher, but you know, um, I've learned a lot from her. Some of her concepts are really different from anything I'd ever contemplated in the past, and so I had booked this private with her, and um, we started off. I don't even remember how we got started, but um, it rapidly got into why I haven't been able to manifest a relationship. And um, her, her cosmology is about the fact that, it, you know, we, we're a soul and our soul is not our body. We're, we're like the rider in the body that is like the horse. It's, it's a relationship with our body that's like a horse and a rider. Hmm. And that our body itself has a soul. And it's a nature spirit, so she calls it the body deva. And you know, we we um, we incarnate lifetime after lifetime with the same body deva who creates for us the appropriate body to assist us in doing what we want to do in that lifetime. And she said, "Well, your body deva's got major issues around men. She hates men. She hates people, in fact." And so we had to. She led me on a, a little guided meditation or, you know, guided me into talking to my body, Deva, about why she hates people. And, you know, his bottom line was because people have let her down, uh, you know. Mm -hmm. And one of the reasons why I've been having problems with um, overeating and not, you know, being, you know, sabotaging my diet because I've been trying to get, you know, skinny to go on our cruise. Um, and then I just keep sabotaging it or did until last week. And she was using food as her connection. She wanted connection, but she didn't want to be connected with people. So she was using food as a connection, which was really kind of an interesting concept. And once I realized that at a conscious level, um, I've actually lost four pounds Nice in the last week. So that, that was huge for me. But um, then it got down to... Um, why uh, she didn't want to create a man in my life. And it was because lifetime after lifetime, I have allowed men to manipulate and control me. And some of them pretty brutally in other lifetimes. And so the thought of my body, Deva, was, oh, I don't want to do this again. You know, that's just going to end up being painful. <laughs> so why would we want to have one of those in our life, you know, 
And um, so uh, we kind of, we worked through that, went back and, you know, put healing holograms around all the past lives where um, I haven't had such a happy relationship with men. And uh, then all of a sudden she kind of got fired up about, you know, wanting to go out and find my beloved partner. And the uh, the image I got was that she was going to go speed dating, that in the ether she was going to be checking out all the other body devas and, uh, you know, in the etheric and then coming back to me with some options. <laughs> I thought, well, that's like really cool. <laughs> so I'm still waiting, you know, for her to you know to do that and come back come back to me with some possibilities and it's really interesting um because i haven't seen any available men in the mountains up here where i live that had you know triple digit iqs in all their teeth in a while <laughs> <laughs> there just haven't been any choices up here and um in the last um let's see i guess it started on friday i began to see all these really good looking guys hmm um, so, I, you know, something's changing. I don't exactly know what it is. I mean, for example, I was parked outside a Hardee's restaurant. Um, I, uh, I work with the local, um, women's shelter. And so one of the women in the shelter needed transportation for a job interview. And I took her and, and it was at a Hardee's. And so I was sitting outside waiting for her to do her job interview, and I was observing the men going into this Hardee's of all places. I mean, Hardee's is, I don't know if you have them in Canada, but it's just kind of a junky fast food place. Okay, no. <laughs> okay. And um, I, I've not seen so many good-looking guys go in and out of a place and just parading in front of my car. Hmm. And some of them were movie star quality gorgeous. Really? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just sitting there observing this going, okay, so you're speed dating. I get it, you know. <laughs> and um, so what uh, What Alea suggested was that she find some to bring back to me that had the least amount of distortion between their soul and their earthly experience, you know, so that I don't end up with, you know, um, finding more guys today that have more baggage than what I really want to deal with. Right. Interesting. So I, it's it's kind of interesting, you know. I mean, it, I, I'm much more optimistic now hmm. than I was. Yeah, it's. Yeah. I'm I'm remaining very open. I've met somebody that, um, astrologically off the charts, like ninety four percent. I've never met anybody that's gotten higher than eighty three, and that wasn't a relationship. Most of my relationships are like. 73, 74, 94. Really great guy. Um, Currently having to leave a relationship that's actually very abusive. Um, uh, And I'm just staying really open. He's older than I would usually even be attracted to. Um, So I don't really know. I'm I'm just not really... And just staying very open and seeing, you know, possibilities. I, the Astrologically, I was, you know, quite, <laughs> I'm intrigued and a little shocked. But um, yeah, because usually when I've been looking up, like most of the people, not even close, like, you know, a lot of people, I don't know if it's Aquarius or what it is. I, I think we're a little quirky, but... Um, <laughs> 
when I do my astrological. I think that would be the astrological understatement of the you year, know, right? You know, it's like, it's weird because like a lot of people that I like, you know, I'll do it and it'll be like 50 something or under 50. I'm like, okay, that's not good. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't really know. And, you know, obviously astro- astrology is not, you know, it's only an indicator, but I just, I don't know. It's I'm staying very open and seeing what happens and not, you know, not trying to put any definitions or anything on it and see, yeah. you know, I'm, yeah, I'm not, I'm certainly not in that place. I'm not in that place anymore where it, it's, where it's a needy thing. Right. And so I yeah. think that's why I don't understand some of the people. I mean, uh, yeah, I, I just... I think I think I've gotten over something, you know, obviously there was a safety issue for a long time with me and I think I think I've, you know, I was open and vulnerable and, you know, I yeah, I I think that that whatever that was, I've definitely worked through that. So, I'm happy about that. And uh yeah, I mean, I think it's it's really about, you know, what we it's 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 asking the right questions because it's really really about going as deep as we can to figure out what it is that's blocking us because i really feel that you know our souls kind of resonate towards being with people mm-hmm. and we certainly grow and evolve a lot with people so it's it's interesting i think we have to to really um really allow this to 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 fuel us and to to help us move forward for sure yeah you know and once once i realized that my body hated people it made so much sense why i've been living up here on top of a mountain all by myself like a hermit because i mean at conscious level i don't hate people i love people i enjoy (laughs) um you know i enjoy networking and contact and communication and all that kind of stuff. But there was this subconscious piece that I wasn't aware of that was like, whoa, no baby. Hmm. Let's just hide. And see, now I've learned new things. I keep learning new things about you. The last show I found out you were shy. I had no idea you were shy. (laughs) (laughs) Now I find out you didn't like people. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's really, it's really interesting. I didn't know I didn't like people either. Yeah, but <laughs> that was um, just kind of a funny. Weekend before last, I went down to my daughter's um, to, you know, just kind of check in and be with her and the baby. And my brother went with me and his wife was supposed to go as well. Um, but she had a really bad cold. And so she didn't go. So it was just the two of us. And so we had like, you know, seven and a half, eight hours in the car each way that we had a chance to talk. Hmm. And um, I learned some stuff about him um, that I was unaware of that actually made me realize how similar he and I are. And um, he's, you know, he's a a veteran. Um, He did time over in um, Iraq and um, and he he, the the Navy has um, diagnosed him as PTSD. Oh, Um, and so he's been dealing with that and he said, you know, for years he just thought that, um, he was in a bad mood, Hmm. but actually how the PTSD has been manifesting for him is that anytime he's put in a place of stress, stress is the trigger for him. Um, 
he gets really, really angry. And uh, if somebody pisses him off, he can say things that um, are hurtful and hateful enough that, I mean, he can destroy friendships. And so he's been pulling back from A, anything that is stress-related, and B, from a lot of um, his friendships because he doesn't want to, you know, alienate people that he really loves. And I had no idea. And so we were talking about that at length. And um, I realized that maybe, you know, it's not so much PTSD. Maybe it's a Miller thing, you know, (laughs) because here I've done, you know, very similar um, stuff in my lifestyle in that I've eliminated all the stress that I can and I've pulled away from, you know, my support group and all, you know, all my friends in the city and, and moved two hours away from the city um, into an area where, um, you know, I have friends, but uh, there's really not a lot of stress in my lifestyle anymore. Right. And I'm going, okay, that's very interesting. I wonder what that's all about. So I'm still pondering that. Hmm. Well, yeah, I mean, I... <laughs> I've certainly created a lifestyle where, you know, I, I mean, my stress, I think we all have stress, but Mm -hmm. uh, I, you know, I think we, I've created it in a way that is the least that I can, you know, have. Um, It's interesting. I mean, I, you know, I'm very, you know, I'm very extrovert, yet I like to, like to have a lot of alone time, a lot of some of it, maybe more so than others. But, you know, like I don't watch the news because that's very stressful. I don't, you know, I don't even have a TV. So <laughs> I, I can't imagine, you know, there'd be any reason why I'd want to find news. But, um, you know, like I, you know, I have a very quiet life, very quiet life. I live near the water. I, you know, it's just, it's in an area, even though Toronto is so huge, it's in an area that's, you know, kind of like a a little village type mm-hmm. of setting, like everything is within walking distance. I mean, it's I've created something that is very soothing for me. It certainly it certainly um, resonates with who I am. And I think, you know, your mountain is resonates with who you are. Yeah. Um and it's really interesting because it's not who I have been most of my life. I mean, you know, I wouldn't have bet you a plug nickel 10 years ago that I would have ended up living up here. Right. It was, certainly was not on my, um, my radar, <laughs> but here I am. Here you are. Well, I think what we do when we come back is maybe we'll do a clearing around either maybe helping people find the right questions because I think often we get blocked on because once you start asking the right questions everything starts to unfold yes and I think that might be a good way to help people um, work through some of this stuff so we're going to go to a break you're listening to News for the Heart we've been getting to the heart of what matters we have Jean Adrian you can find out more about Jean if you go to our website JeanAdrian.com myself Lori Houston you can go to IntuitiveSoul.com we have a great Teleseminar that is starting tonight. Um, it'll be twice a week, um, and it's at Realities of Creation. There's free things. Just join up because it's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, we'll be right back. Hi, 
I'm Lori Houston, and I have a great show on bmajor.org called News for the Heart. I'm an intuitive counselor, coach, and teacher with professional qualifications and certifications, as well as natural clairsentient and claircognizant abilities. I've been on my spiritual path for over 20 years, and during that time have acquired through extensive studies, teachings, and sacred texts over 30 different healing modalities, which are continuously being added to as life is an ongoing journey. My passion is on relationships, limiting beliefs, energy that is blocking you, and awakening consciousness as we become more heart-centered. You can find out more about me at my website, intuitivesoul.com, or call me at my toll-free number, 1-855-444-SOUL. That's 1-855-444-7685, and I'd be honored to connect with you. Let's get to the heart of what matters. Do you want to become more empowered, connected with your core, guided by your heart and soul's purpose, be more balanced and have more mindfulness? Are you searching for the answers, wanting to understand your relationships better, why your intimate relationships, friends, family, and even work colleagues can impact your quality of life? How your relationships interfere with your business, career opportunities, and even starting your own business? I'm Lori Houston. I have a free weekly advice column with bmajor.org called Heart Lessons. Our hearts have the power to free us from pain and the struggle that keep us from awakening to our true essence. You can send me your questions or for more personal guidance, contact me at intuitivesoul.com or call me at my toll-free number 1-855-444-SOUL. That's 1-855-444-7685. And let's get to the heart of what matters to see your heart lessons. Want to know where you can hear Lori Houston's News for the Heart? Well, that's easy. You can tune in to Lori via Clear Channel's iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Blog Talk Radio, iTunes, and at bmajor.org. Now, back to Lori Houston and News from the Heart. And welcome back. This is News for the Heart. We are getting to the heart of what matters. And I think we're, I guess... You know, throughout all of this, the underlying thing has been about questions and asking the right questions. So I thought it would be great to do a clearing around asking questions. And uh, Jean, take that away. Yeah, absolutely. Because, you know, if we if we ask the right questions, we will um, create the quality of life that we desire. And if we don't, we just keep getting the same old, same old. Mm. So the same answers will repeat. So let's just um, let's dive into this. Take a moment, surrender to spirit, and ask for help. And let's see where we set up um, the, this thing about ooh, this lifetime. All right. So this is something that we created for ourselves this lifetime. It's not something we brought in to clear. It's not an ancestral thing. Very interesting. We forgot how to ask the right questions after we incarnated. All right, let's see what the setup is. I'm going to pull two of the orange cards. You know, I'm wondering as you're talking, if if it's not that we don't ask, if we're maybe afraid of asking the right questions. Yeah. (laughs) Because then we'll find out. Like, I think there's this innate fear that we have of, you know, of love, of light, of, you know, being all that we can be. And I think there's, you know, there's something there about asking the right questions because we're really afraid of the answers. Yes, we are. And it's so funny that you're saying that as I'm pulling the setup cards, the two setup cards are arranged or no love marriage and denied infidelity. 
what a better example of not wanting to ask the question because you don't want to get the answer is, have you ever been in a relationship where you knew the guy was cheating on you <laughs> and you were afraid to call him out on it because you just didn't want to know? Because I know for sure I have. Yeah, I haven't, but that's... <laughs> <laughs> don't tell lies. <laughs> well, I mean, classic example, you know, I this guy that I dated for two years and... Um, I just knew in my heart that he was cheating on me, but I could never put my finger on it. Mm-hmm. And so rather than rattle the boat into what was, you know, on the surface was meeting my needs, quote unquote, which it wasn't, um, I didn't ask. And I finally, I got it, you know, between the eyes. And that was the end of that. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, I deluded myself for several years. Okay, so the soul reaction was that our souls feel alienated and alone. Hmm. Because we didn't want to ask the right questions or hear the answers. Okay, there's a stuck belief here. So let's get to the stuck belief card, which is the blue card. Hmm, which one would that be? It would be this one right here. The stuck belief is I am separate from God from others, etc. And let's clear this. Because, yeah, we don't want to ask the right questions because we're afraid that it will tell us that we're alone, that we're separate. Yeah. Huh. Okay. So, this is stuck in one of our chakras. It would be the throat chakra. So put your attention on your throat chakra and invite it to open, to release all the old wounds that are stuck inside it, that are blocking your ability to speak your truth and ask for what you want. Invite your throat chakra to heal itself and to balance its yin and yang aspects. Good job. And now... Go back and find you at the point where you first realized that it wasn't safe to ask questions. Connect heart to heart with you at that age. And I want to ask you, this younger you, what can I do to help you right here, right now? And then in your imagination, pretend like you're being covered by a big piece of white paper and allow a being to write you a message. This might be you at that age asking you a question that you were afraid to ask at that time. It might be an angel. But allow a being to write you a message on the paper and when they're done, when you can't see that pen moving on the other side of the paper anymore, turn the paper around and read what it says. And then let's do one more. Call in an angel, and the angel's name is Stamera. She's one of my favorites because she's the angel of forgiveness. And ask Stamera to help you to forgive not only yourself, back in the day when you first realized it wasn't safe to ask questions, but also 
whoever it was that made you feel alienated and alone, that made you feel separate. Forgive all of them. Beautiful. All right. And we receive blessings for having the courage to look at why. We don't want to ask questions. So let's see what our blessings are. These are the violet cards. And the first one is a blessing of union. The acceptance of love from yourself, from source, from partners, from your family, from your friends. The second blessing is renewed faith in yourself. And the final blessing is centeredness and calmness that enables you to see and accomplish your purpose, especially as it relates to asking the right questions. And it's gratitude that owns every clearing. So just take a moment and give thanks to your angels, to your teachers, and to your guides for helping you to clear away any blocks that are keeping you from asking the right questions so that you can create the reality that you desire. Hmm. So did you get any insight on that, Lori? Well, I mean, for me, it it was all around wanting to know who I was because I never Uh really felt part of the family that I was with. And and that makes sense since mm-hmm. I was adopted, but didn't find that out till much later. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it was, you know, it was, I, it was that I was, I am loved. But it was, it was interesting just because it, it all kind of, I didn't want to, I wanted to know, but I didn't want to know because I think I knew that I was adopted, even though. I mean, I think I always knew I was adopted, even mm-hmm. though, like, as all my fantasies <laughs> when I was little were always that I was not part of this family because I never really felt part of the family. Yeah. So I must have known consciously and unconsciously that I was adopted. Um, so, yeah, it was interesting because that's it. I kind of stopped asking questions. That and the fact that because of my intuition, you know, people kind of like to shut me out. And so I, it was very confusing for me as a child. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. You? Well, you know, mine, um, mine started really, really young because I asked too many questions. <laughs> and, you know, I was always basically um, politely sometimes and sometimes not so politely told to shut up. <laughs> right. You know, yeah. and, uh, and in school, same thing. You know, because it just got worse. Right. I mean, I, I've always had an inquisitive mind. I've always wanted to know everything. Why? You know. Mm-hmm. And having raised two kids of my own, I know that that incessant why can really get grating. <laughs> right. Hmm. You know, and your so, message? Yeah, my message was the same as yours. It, you know, you were always loved. Yeah. You're never never alone. Yeah. So true. Yeah, we get, you know, that separation thing. We, it's an inherent, I think, kind of, I don't know genetic necessarily, but certainly, you know, part of the collective unconscious that sort of makes us feel that separation. And sometimes it's genetic and, you know, it's, it's an interesting, I I just, I thought when you were talking about um, your teacher that, you know, this bit about having, um, a body diva was is kind of fascinating. Yeah, 
Yeah. It really is. You know, check her out. It's um, it's aleadow.com. And if you sign up for her Cups of Consciousness, you get seven days of meditation. She'll send you, and they're, they're, they're more energetic protocols than anything else, mm-hmm. but you get one every morning in your in-basket, um, and it's free. Right. And um, it's, it's, some, it's some very different concepts. She's actually writing a book called Cups of Consciousness now, okay. um, explaining her, her concepts of reality. Um, and she is one of the speakers on realities of creation this oh, time. Oh, nice, yes. Yeah. What's she going to talk about? Um, using uh, the higher realms to help you create. Cool. Yeah. And Leslie is going to be later this week. What's Leslie going to talk about? Um, she's going to be talking more about emotional mastery, mm. which is, you know, it was her topic. That, that's her big thing, um, is harnessing the emotions and letting them work for you. Um, and getting rid of the negative ones and, you know, playing, playing with love. Just trying to remember where I am. I think I am on next Thursday. Yeah, I think it's next week. Yeah. This is going to be fun. It is. (laughs) It definitely is. I think, you know, this one should be, you know, yeah, it should help a lot of people, I think. So was it be, yeah, because Julia is going to be on the 23rd, so I'm the 26th. Yeah. Alea is March 2nd. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it's good. It, it flew by last time. We only had eight weeks, or excuse me, uh, eight sessions, four weeks. Right. And this time we have 10 sessions, five weeks. So, um, you yeah, know, it, uh, before we know it, It'll it'll be in all recorded. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Cool. Yeah. Any and so Maureen Saint Germain, she must be new. Because she I've is new. Heard of um, her. She's been around for a long yeah. time. She's quite well known um, in the uh, sacred geometry world. Right. Um, and uh, she has a book called um, "Become the Genie in the Bottle." But her whole premise is about using sacred geometry to um, create your reality. Right. You know, getting on the Fibonacci spiral and staying ahead of the spiral um, with your thoughts. And, um, yeah, it, it's, some, it's some pretty fascinating work. Hmm. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, how do you know some of these people? Like, it, looks, it looks really interesting. Well, you know, most of the people are people that I have come into contact with over the years because I've interviewed them on my radio show. <laughs> of course. I've met some amazing people through this whole radio process. Nice. Yeah. Like nice. you. Yeah. Well, yes. I, I'm, you know, I keep trying to remember when our first interview was. I'm going to have to look it up on my site. But, I, I mean, it's been at least five years, hasn't it? Yeah, or more? I think so. <laughs> Or Pretty more, sure. I think, yeah. Because I was back on, that was back in the day when I was on Voice America. It was. And I had my own. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, been, it's been a long time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Well, it looks like it's been another great show, Jean. Yeah. And thank you very much for letting me play today. Oh, you're welcome. So if you want more information about Jean, go to jeanadrian.com. If you want information about our teleclass, go to realitiesofcreation.com. Um, so yeah, definitely check that out. And it should be a great, it should be a great um, teleseminar this time. And um, yeah, and, and our next show will be... 
Let's see. Our next live show will be on the second, and then on the th on the fifth is um, the show with Jean, a power talk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. We kind of we kind of put it all in the first half of the month, but that's, that's great. Right. <laughs> All right. So you have been listening to News for the Heart. We have been getting to the heart of what matters, talking about questions with Jean Adrian. All right. Thank you. And we'll see you in two weeks. Have a question for Lori and want to be on the next News from the Heart show? Drop us a line via instant feedback at bmajor.org. News from the Heart is brought to you by Intuitive Soul and is produced by Major Radio for Clear Channel's iHeartRadio and bmajor.org. 